This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) And what have we done? Another year over, guys. And a new season about to begun. Thank God. I gotta say, unpopular opinion. Okay. Now that Clayton has just been so unpopular, maybe he won't be that bad. Well, that is true in that, I mean, set your expectations super, super low and he might be fine. Yeah. That Maybe low that expectations are always the key. Um and I also think like you yeah, that's the, if that's everybody the attitude I bring to everything in my life. <laughs> yeah, and keep uh, your expectations keep low your... and sometimes people will pleasantly surprise sometimes you. Sometimes you'll be happy. Usually not. Usually not, but sometimes I am still not of that mindset, but I certainly think that regarding Clayton. Right, regarding Clayton. Yes, that low expectations are best. Well, it's all we can have right now. Right. Well, also just, what if we had a month to like rest and relax and rejuvenate no and restore rest our souls? for the weary. <laughs> I feel like they're prodding us to more, like force feeding us Bachelor no content after I wicked. am already full. Yep. Yeah. Um, I will say, wouldn't would you say that Michelle is one of the better bachelorettes of oh, recent memory. Top three bachelorettes in bachelorette history, nice. I would argue. Yeah, and I mean, certainly you would have to we go back. We kept waiting for a fall and it never came. Yeah, I mean, even... You could argue that it came with her final choice. Yeah, but, but it wasn't like a disaster. And whatever, y'all. Michelle wants that good D. She who wants cares? a hot guy who also... Yeah, a guy that can actually wear jorts and looks cool. Like, that's... That's what you got. That's the dream. <laughs> that's the kind of man you you married. Let me tell y'all how rare that is. Uh, <laughs> nobody can do that. Nobody. And I mean, nobody can do that. So, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll let's just deal with the final choice. She chose Nate. Yep. Let's just deal we with it. We called it. Yeah, you called it especially. You called it sooner than I did. And it was interesting. I liked them more in the after the final rose than I did during the episode. Yeah, and I've read a few things saying that Nate kind of like bristled about the edit that he got mm-hmm. like i think maybe they put him out there as a little bit more of a player than he was sure. or like less decisive michelle's mom is in love with him yeah so i will say in the episode when nate meets the parents the edit we get is that this guy fails the job interview, correct bombs the job interview and then she's like we love we him we love him and their moms are best friends because they're also interchangeable women <laughs> 
you could swap these two mm. women and Nate and Michelle wouldn't notice for months Take that it note, was a different woman. Barb, this is how you come <laughs> this off This is how it's done. That's on right. National TV. That's yeah. right. Though I bet Michelle's mom isn't going to be charging $69 for a cameo anytime soon. Yeah, dream soon. on, Barb. <laughs> also, we get it. 69 Oh. Okay, Barb. Giggity, giggity. I mean, I don't even know that that's actually what she charged. I think that was me bringing oh. that joke into the situation. But it might be. Jeez. Oh, yeah. It might, that might have been me. That might have been Barb. Yeah, so um, in the end, I think she made the choice she wanted. She's proven good judgment all along. Right. Have a little faith, guys. Also, yeah. this means that we get to see Nate on Paradise. So. <laughs> I mean, this means that the relationship is going to last three months instead of the six months it would have lasted with Brandon. And also, sorry, it's not Brandon. Like, yeah. I know. I feel like people had a lot of love for Brandon. I am not on board the B train. <laughs> Come on board, let's take the B train. <laughs> Everybody loves it when I sing jazz standards. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All our 80-year-old fans are like, now sing Meet Me in St. Louis. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so Nate is the guy. What do you have to say? So fun fact, gang, because we had to watch this episode on my computer at Anna's parents' house. And Shreveport, Louisiana. In Shreveport, Louisiana. Shout out to our Ratchet City listeners. Yeah. Um, I am using Anna's notes this week. I did not take notes. So that's pretty exciting. That is exciting to see what kind of notes we've got going on. And then we actually did make an attempt to record and my parents wi-fi is terrible <laughs> and also comes with like a 20 numerical digit passcode right seven eight two four three five two seven eight five two then three w's <laughs> getting free wi-fi like a dope ass hoe the password starts with 17 o's then me four five l t n g then capital x then three 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 then one four five eight t d q and three one four and w by the way we have six listeners in Shreveport. Okay, well, that's terrible. What the <laughs> Come fuck, on, Shreveport. Shreveport. Wait, what about Bozier? And you know what? I guarantee to you that one of them is not my mom. Not anymore. She was listening for a while, or but she's my out. my Aunt Lisa, who requested a shout-out and doesn't listen to the podcast. Right. Here's your shout-out, Lisa. I hope you enjoy it since you're not yeah, listening. Hope right you now. enjoy this shout-out that you're not going to hear. If you shout someone out and they don't hear it, did it ever occur at all? Six listeners in Shreveport. I wonder who they are. Uh, Shreveport listeners, send us a message. Uh, please contact me. Yeah, reach out, Shreveport listeners, and uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Yeah. Especially if you already know us, which hopefully <laughs> some of you do. I wonder if it's one of my <laughs> high school English teachers. <laughs> well, speaking of shout-outs, though, you have some folks you know that you wanted to shout-out. I out. do. Yeah. Speak, yeah, actual loyal listeners. Not a Shreveport listener, but a Louisiana listener. Okay, hit one us with it. my college friends. Maggie. Maggie. Thanks for listening, Maggie. We and studied uh, abroad together in, oh. Ar- in Ireland. Oh, oh, this was your Ireland trip. I thought it was going to be some more. I was going to say I've been there, but I have not been well, to Ireland. Well, first of all, it wasn't some more. It was a not. Oh, right. Oh, shit. Got the wrong yeah. Got the wrong French, French town. town. more is where your parents love you to go. You idiot. Idiot. <laughs> but you have been to a not, too. I have been to a not. That's what but I no, was going to say. Maggie and I took a two-week trip to Ireland together where we... Uh, visited 
I don't know. The White Cliffs of Dover. Is that Ireland? I, I don't think know. that's England. I feel like yeah. I literally Did you just see like, a banshee at, at any point? <laughs> like a uh, Irish shrieking ghost. We didn't. No? Well, that's too bad. You should get your money back maybe if you don't it was see a banshee. <laughs> On the first night, um, we, like a group of us, I can't, Maggie, I'm sorry, I can't remember if you were in this or not, but we stayed out late and then we had to like walk home and I climbed this fence and like broke my toe. Whoa. I like scraped it up real bad and it got really infected for the whole rest of the I've trip. I've never heard this before. And then like two nights later, we were staying at a bed and breakfast. And again, a group of us stayed like late in town at the local pub. <laughs> you with a hobbled toe. Yeah. Yeah. And we ended up having to try to walk home and we couldn't find our bed and breakfast. And this like drunk taxi driver picked us up and took us like far away. It was a big nightmare. And I feel like our professors hated us. Wait, so we, obviously you did eventually get back eventually to the Eventually we got back, but it took like two hours. God, yeah. I've not heard And it wasn't of these a hotel. Stories. It was like a, a personal bed and breakfast. And we <laughs> Just like, like somebody's house. Yeah. Stumbling and drunk. Yeah. And you, of course, on your hobbled foot making a bunch of noise. It was awful. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, so um, go to anyway, Ireland, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Thanks for listening, Maggie. Yeah, that that was nice to get some uh, some Anna stories I'd never heard before. Yeah. Okay. There's a whole arsenal of those. I uh, 15 years together, I'm still learning new things about you. That's what keeps it alive, folks. Every day is uh, every day is new. <laughs> a new page in the book of Anna. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you got for you? Got another shout out for us? Uh we got a shout out to Tofu Gestapo. Oh yeah. I love to for Gestapo. Allie. Yeah. Um, she appreciated the period chatter. Oh, do we have our period reference yeah, for today? Yeah, we do, but I have to okay. pull it up again. No problem. We'll I wait pulled for it. it. Up when the... the fans will wait. And I think that's it. Okay. Well, you give me a number between 800 and 850, and while I read the city out, you can pull up the period euphemism. So give me a number. Uh, Sorry, what's the... 800 to 850. 832. All right. 832 is, oh, Oneata, Alabama. How about that? Yeah. Oneata. That's it. Yeah. Oneata. Well, Alabamians say things weird around here, so I don't know. All right. What do you got for us? I'm looking. Okay. I had a, I had a, didn't I have one? I'll just make one up while we wait. The uh, Ruby Banshee. That's what they call it in Ireland. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, here's a good one. Okay. Le Petit Clown qui sagne du nez. What does that mean? It's French. Let me say it one more time. Okay. Le Petit Clown qui sagne du nez. The Petit Clown, the small clown. Mm -hmm. Is that right, actually? Oh, the small. Way to use context clues. Le Petit Clown. Still, I, uh, this is four years of French class coming into play right here. Okay, well, the small clown, what does the small clown do? The little clown with a nose bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, these are endlessly enjoyable. I love it. All right, so you want to get into this show? That we watched. We said we didn't have to go chronologically this time, but let's just kind of yeah. rap about what happened. Oh, I'll rap. Yeah. Um, also, you, I'm drinking nog with mm-hmm. a healthy shot of brandy in it. Um, and I do tend to chew the nog. So if anybody's hearing if that. If there's a lot of grinding. That's what you're hearing. Is that the other, the second nog that I got you? 
No, I'm still working oh, on the first still one. Oh, you're still working on the first one. I told nog. you that that was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I just thought maybe what I had caught you. What an absurd amount of nog. I thought maybe I had caught you in a hypocrisy, but you know, I never do. <laughs> <laughs> It's, never it's happens rare. it is very rare yeah. yes you the lady knows what she wants and she knows what <laughs> she likes okay so speaking of a lady who knows what she wants michelle wants that dick uh yeah we get uh kind of after the final rose uh broad view first uh-huh. right yeah. Before we dig into the episode. Right, right. So it's Because super... they acknowledge that it's fucking Christmas and that they're rude for making us all sit there. And guess what, guys? Making Polly dress up as a Santa, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make it cuter. And as an elf. It's and as Buddy off. the Elf. And as and Ralphie. The, yeah, like yeah. nobody thinks it's funny except you. Also, I found this jarring. Like the Bachelor and Christmas, just for whatever reason, doesn't, do not go together. Blend. It doesn't jibe. It's a summer, like fall, th- or it's like a summer spring thing. For yeah, me. no, I agree. You know, it just it's out of season. Becca and Thomas are there. Yeah. Joe and Serena, who are referred to as Bachelor royalty. All right, guys, come on. They've those known are each other for like a month. Those are minor royalty. That's like uh, yeah. Hans of the Southern Isles is like thirteenth yeah. in line for the throne and yeah. can't get a uh, throne at home. That's Joe and Serena. Um, also, Clayton is joining us to set the record straight about some swirling rumors. Swirling so- rumors, which he does not do, by the way. He just reads mean tweets. Uh, which I do agree is kind of charming, um, but he doesn't really set the record straight about anything. It's charming that he was willing to do it. Sure. I mean, what's he going to do? Walk off stage? But to be... Fuck you, Caitlin. Right. <laughs> I'm the fucking bachelor. Yeah. I do what I want. Sure. I mean, but it's it's My slightly arms are endearing. Seven feet long. <laughs> my neck and my head are the same width, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we dig into the episode. Yeah. Michelle is journaling. She says that the guys mean a lot to her in different ways. Mm-hmm. Brendan means a lot to her as a kind, patient, loving individual right. who's in love with her. Who's in the friend zone. Nate yeah. means a lot to her as someone who can really use that D. In the sack. Yeah. <laughs> she means a lot to her in bed. It's like adding something to the end of a I fortune mean, cookie. Uh, you know, yeah. she says with Nate, I feel things I've never felt in a relationship before. I bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> Which, hey, get it, girl. Uh, her family is there. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so Brandon meets the family again. He and he brought swim trunks for the dad, which was a good move. Mm-hmm. I liked that a lot. I thought also, that was cute. Since, I mean, Brandon, by all accounts, is like a sincere nice guy. He's the nice guy. I actually, I feel like you. It's like you our, date Nate, you marry Brandon. Well, it's like our listener Jake. Shout out, buddy. Uh, when he said, when he was like, "It's on Brendan for not figuring out yet that like the girl doesn't want that." Yeah, I mean, I still haven't figured that out. Yeah, Fifteen know. years in, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they say Brandon <laughs> would do anything for Michelle. Comes with flowers. He's got the swim trunks. And he really uh, charms the family again. Yeah, because even the one thing that they had like put forth in the previews of like Brandon's jealousy might be a problem. Mm-hmm. The dad is like, Michelle's very powerful. How do you feel about that? And he's like, I love it. I'd love to be the beta male. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> same, Brandon. Uh, same. Yeah. 
<laughs> Call me the betta fish. I will not. <laughs> uh, that was Brandon. A betta fish are actually quite aggressive. Quite aggressive. So they are very talk aggressive. Talk about a misnomer. Yes. No, that. Betta uh, fish. More like alpha fish. <laughs> you cannot put two of those guys together or they'll kill each other. Why do they call it oval team? <laughs> they should call it round team. <laughs> <laughs> the jar is round. <laughs> Why do they call it Ovaltine? Anywho. Uh, so Michelle's parents seem like they would both be very happy to have Brandon as the family. They flat out His tell Brandon says, that. I would be yes. so happy if you were here in the yeah. end. And of course, so Brandon goes first and sets a high bar for Nate to clear with the parents. Mm-hmm. And But he arrives. He does not clear this bar that Brandon has set. He is just kind of vague. And at some point, the mom even says, like, you're saying all the right things. He's not even saying all the right things. She's like, you're saying the right things. You just don't seem like you feel them. I didn't. He was just like. I felt like he seemed really nervous. Sure. And Brand or I'm sorry, Nate does not seem, first of all, like someone that likes to talk that much. Correct. He doesn't seem like he's that great at using his words. Uh Yep. Um, and I, but I bet he is with Michelle. Like, I, he just seems like someone that isn't going to come up and immediately be like open and effusive. Right. And I, I feel like that's fine. That is fine. And they flat out say that in the after the final rose where right. they're like, yeah, surround somebody with cameras and also like meet a girl's parents after you've been dating for a month when you're thinking about proposing. Right. And like, how's like, that going to no go? No shit, it's not yeah, going right. to go well. I feel like it barely went well for you and there weren't any even cameras there. There weren't even cameras there and we had been dating longer and we weren't like considering marriage the next day. Though you'll recall, we went to Tony Sushi in Lafayette and they gave me your dad's and then food you just ate and I started it. eating it and then they realized that they had fucked it up. You had fucked it up because you just got a plate in front of you and you were like, I guess this is mine. Well, they handed it to me and I ate it. So, yes, I did fuck it up. I mean, I feel like if you order a hamburger and someone hands you a hot hot dog and you're like, I guess I have to eat this. It must be mine. There aren't three other people at the table that it could belong to. It was sushi. It all looks the same to me. I also was not a sushi expert at this time. Okay. Yeah, that was a big fuck up. Oh, that was a big fuck up. Plus, I had dog hair all over my coat. You did? Yeah. Nathaniel got that. on me about that. Maybe he made me lint roll it before the idiot. Before the date. <laughs> I do remember the, the food thing. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm sure your dad still does. I feel like my dad was like, what the fuck? Who is this clown? Uh, yeah. Uh he so, still thinks that. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so they say that Brandon is definitely a warmer person than Nate. Not your parents. Um Michelle's parents say this. Um, I see in your notes that Nate makes a Freudian slip. I'll let you handle that because it's in your notes. Oh, yeah. He says, I definitely don't take love seriously. Oh, buddy. Yikes. He says that he meant to say, I definitely don't take love for granted. Yeah. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah. So um, Nate, again, does not nail the job interview, but sometimes that just doesn't matter. Sometimes when you're sleeping with the boss, it really doesn't matter whether you nail that job interview or not. Sometimes when your dick is that good. (laughs) Sometimes when you're nailing the boss, you don't have to nail the interview. That's right. Um, So then they go, they both go on their final Mm -hmm. date, and she says that she is falling for Brandon, but she doesn't want to go into an engagement falling in love. She wants to go into it in love. Right. 
Then add this to the list of things that Brandon hasn't ever done before, including flying or what? Visiting another country. Seeing a horse. Seeing a horse. <laughs> He's never seen a horse before. Going jet skiing. <laughs> and I feel like Michelle is like, I, honestly, I think that that's part of why she didn't choose it. Yeah. Because Michelle's all about that lake life. Well, she is about that lake life. Also, just again, so Brandon is 27. You would guess that he was like 23. Oh, for I sure. Think. He just yeah. seems young. And the, you know, the lack of various, it's not like you have to have gone jet skiing to fall in love with someone. No, you do. Oh, okay. You <laughs> must have jet skied. <laughs> That is a prerequisite to marriage. Everybody knows that. <laughs> you can't marry someone who hasn't jet skied. That's actually one of the Minnesota bylaws. <laughs> Sorry, you haven't ridden a jet ski? You can't marry someone. You're not welcome in this state. <laughs> we have to... 10,000 lakes. Why what are you, you going go to, to do? to Wisconsin. <laughs> Eat some cheese. Okay, so um, this they say that this is their uh, their. He says the relationship is at an all time high. Sorry, I'm working from your notes here. Uh-huh. It's all new information to me. Also, we watched this episode six days ago. Yeah, <laughs> she tells Brandon that the most meaningful moment for her was when he pulled her aside at the last rose ceremony. Sorry, Joe. Yeah, no, I mean, we talked about whether Man, that was Joe a game changer like, or I'm not. I'm sorry, was Joe even real? Like, did he exist? I feel like nobody <laughs> even acknowledged him. Right, that Joe died 10 years He's ago. out haunting people with a lease. <laughs> Joe gives Michelle her his favorite sweatshirt nope, in the whole world. that's Brandon, not Joe. Oh, right, I'm sorry, Brandon. Yes, I'm still, yes. Brandon, who still exists and is real, gives Michelle his favorite sweatshirt in the whole world, says, I love you. I just love you. And she says that something has really been weighing on her. And I was like, oh, shit, is Michelle about to do like the early syndrome? I thought she was going to cut him right then and there. She says, I really am not falling in love. I feel like I'm already in love with you. I mean, damn, Michelle, that's a little cold. Yeah, it is a little cold when you're saying this second and you're pretty sure that you're going to pick Nate. I think her mind is made up. Do you feel like her mind is made up at this point? I um I do I believe that given her strong relationship with her parents, that probably cast a little bit of doubt. Sure. And yeah. she even says, like, my parents have never liked someone the same way that they like you to right. Brandon. Now for some people that would be like Ooh. Right. Exactly. They'd be like, Oh, never mind. I'm not into that. But I could see for Michelle that I think maybe going into the parental date, she was dead set on Nate. And uh-huh. then that kind of cast a little doubt. And right. Then... Well, it's like when you really, this happens sometimes on the academic job market, when we like really like somebody and we bring them in and they kind of bomb the campus visit. And we're like, come on. Yeah, like, like, what are you? We wanted you to, we right, wanted like, it to be you. What are you doing? Yeah. I wanted it to be you. <laughs> I wanted it to be you so bad. Um, you don't even know what that's from. I don't know what that's from, but I'm writing it down so that mm-hmm. I can put it in. What is that from? You've got mail. Man. Oh, I do know what that's from. When she sees him at the end, mm-hmm. when they're at the park. I wanted it to be you. I wanted it to be you so bad. Man, talk yeah. about two people that there is not a raw sexual chemistry between Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. Oh, it's, this is an interesting take for someone who loves You've Got Mail. I, lo- I freaking love that movie, but I'm sorry. I do not need to picture those two people having sex. Okay. Let's, I want to dig into this. Even they like kiss at the end and I'm always like, ooh. Okay. So do they have sexual chemistry in Sleepless in Seattle? I feel like they have better sexual chemistry in Sleepless in Seattle. Okay. 
They, I love them in You've Got Mail. And uh-huh. they have like charming sure. chemistry. But you do not picture them. It's not they're, sexual They're just going to settle directly into like being best friends. Right. And they actually never. And being never, great together. Yeah. Like, they actually never have sex once. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I don't need to imagine Joe Fox having sex. I certainly don't need to imagine Kathleen Kelly, who's basically like a grown woman, six-year-old. <laughs> I'm quirky and delightful, and I work in a bookstore. <laughs> I still love children's literature. So what about in Joe versus the Volcano? Never seen it. Really? Never seen it. Okay, that is surprising to me. So it does not bother you at all that they have no sexual chemistry in mm, this movie, in this romantic comedy. It bothers comedy. me at the very end when they okay. kiss, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to Good, see never mind. Get a okay. room. Actually, don't. <laughs> actually get two separate bedrooms i feel like the whole point is that they're like they it's not a sex it's like it's not a sex thing and you've got mail no it's not a sex thing but it i mean that it should be kind of a sex thing right no Mm-mm. okay it's because it's I feel all like the intellectual whole got, i was gonna say i feel like the whole you've got mail universe exists in a non-sexual realm that i would like to believe just no one's having sex. Because right. I also don't need to think that Tom Hanks and Parker Posey are having sex. That's true. Or Meg Ryan and Greg Kinnear. Sure. Okay. No. There's nobody in that movie that needs to have sex. They actually, they reproduce, the stork actually comes you and know, delivers the babies you know in that the universe. the sexiest character in that movie? Dave Chappelle. Barkley, the golden retriever. <laughs> That guy loves to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave Chappelle, yeah. yeah. And um Steve's on. Yeah. Yeah. I got some candles for my apartment because they make it smell mossy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy also bones, but he can't because sex has not been invented. Mm, that's right. Um, that's in correct. that universe. Yeah, no one has found it in yet. In that specific wrinkle in time. I like that theory, actually. Yeah. It's a sexless universe. Actually, them kissing at the end was sex. <laughs> that's what they, it was actually written by a like a 10-year-old. And then they're just going to go home to their apartment and eat fresh apples (laughs) and write sonnets read pride and prejudice to each other it's all it's one victorian novel yes okay do you ever need to picture any of tom hanks's characters having sex no i feel like tom hanks is asexual to me okay but do you recall that i suggested when rita wilson was on uh, you listen love to your heart. Wilson. Uh, well, I didn't, but when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, she might have a little bit of of fire in between the sheets." I feel like you were like in love with, like you thought she was so hot. No, I think that was maybe an exaggeration. This is recorded though, so we could go back and listen to my take. But I think it was more like, "Oh, I'd never thought of Rita Wilson as a sexual being." And now here look we at, go. Look, look at, at her. <laughs> Giddy up, hubba hubba. I've never. I mean, in what role? Forrest Gump? Like Captain... Captain... Any of the number of captains <laughs> right, that he's yeah. played? Captain Phillips, Captain... Uh, Big, where he's a child? That's actually one of the movie, <laughs> few movies where he does have sex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Strangely. Uh, maybe, you know the hottest Tom Hanks? Okay. Castaway Hanks. Yeah, all feral. Yeah. And jungly. Yeah. yeah full Getting of... Getting a little uh, bit weird about yeah. Wilson. Yeah. Oh, he and Wilson. That's actually more sexual tension than Meg Ryan and uh, Tom Hanks had in You've Got Mail. Things got weird. What about when he plays the stand-up comic in that, or what's that movie called? I don't know. I feel like that. Also, 
What about Turner and Hooch? Oh, he and Hooch. <laughs> That's a dog. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> we just said that he had sex with a volleyball, but the yeah, dog thing is too much. Is fine. <laughs> it is That's totally cool. It's an inanimate object. Consent is not an issue. Yeah. That is true. That's true. Okay, so where were we? I think speaking on, of I'm sexual up tension, IMDb. okay, see what else we've got going on. What about Bachelor Party? I've never seen that, but that seems like it would be a sexier role, right? I, I mean, mean, he's having a bachelor party. Oh God! What? Charlie Wilson's War? Ooh, hubba hubba! Oh, 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 oh! I know. Okay, I've got it. Okay, the sexiest role. Okay. Is when he's in uh, the baseball movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, a yeah. League of Their Own. A League of Their Own, Jimmy, yes. Jimmy Dugan. Yeah. No, that's a good right? one. Jimmy Dugan. Yeah, you that would. that relative of mine? <laughs> <laughs> that's either Tom Hanks' character or your distant relative. <laughs> Pull it up. You've got his IMDb up. I know. Hang Pull on. it up. T- okay, bossy. Bossy britches over here. Hey, what about Toy Story Hanks? <laughs> <laughs> now, Woody definitely does not have genitals. Mm. Though, doesn't he fuck that Bo Peep doll? I feel like... Uh, you know I've never seen Toy Story? What What is happening? <laughs> Our children never want to watch I it. I know, but didn't you see it when you were a child and you the love of cinema and toys got nope. to you? All right, here's another sexy Hanks character. Get ready for this one. This okay. is a deep cut. Lady Killers. I never saw that. But it is a it is a more uh, villainous oh, character. What about Road to Perdition Hanks? Oh, I the killer? Hot. Yeah, that's like, true. I feel like it's pretty rare that Hanks is playing a bad yeah. a bad guy with a heart of gold. Yeah. Oh, with a dick of gold, more like it. He knows how to use his Tommy gun, if you know what I'm saying. Jimmy Dugan. Okay, so it is Jimmy Dugan. I, I feel like I have a relative named Dugan. Maybe it is Jimmy Dugan. Right? I feel like your relative. That's my grandmother's brother. First name is Dugan, though. Du- you're right. <laughs> Dugan That's definitely and... his first name yeah, and not his you're right. last name. Also, I think he's dead. I think so too, but uh, Dugan? he was still your. I yeah, mean, they I live think in Texas? Dugan is your is his first name. Yeah, yeah. So Dugan Dugan Hagens? No, not Dugan Hagens. No. That's not going to work. Yeah, because that's your grandfather. All right. All right. So, so we've so, established it's Jimmy Dugan. Yeah. Okay. So gang, send us your sexiest Tom Hanks characters. Which Hanks would you fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, Nate's on a date. Yeah, yeah, they go with, uh, they meet up with a shaman named Raul. Raul, yes, they always do these fucking cultural appropriation Shh, I'm dates. I'm here for it. I'm going to sage you. <laughs> and Nate, like, cannot get enough sage in his, like, he keeps having Raul light the sage again because it's not giving enough smoke off. I need more sage. And the one time Nate's not giving off enough heat. The shaman says that there's some blockage with Nate, but that, uh, he has trouble saying the words, but that he can tell that he feels it. Yeah, well, that's, that's good. That's right. Yeah, that's fine. Nate, yeah. Daniel Tiger has a little advice for you on that. <laughs> Use your words. Use your words. Use your words and say how you feel. Use your words and say how you feel. Do you know how much better my life would be? If I followed like the advice that Daniel Tiger gives. Sure. Significantly better. Also, if I were as good a dad as Daniel Tiger's dad. 
Also, if you just walked around in a red sweater hoodie with no with pants. With no pants on, how much better my life would be? I feel like... Ti- so much better. Dad Tiger is kind of like... I feel like he's real pleased with himself. Oh, interesting. He insists upon himself. <laughs> I just think he thinks that he's like the shit. He's all like... <laughs> well, he's an alpha male. He's an alpha tiger. Yeah, he is a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. He kind of rubs me the wrong... I feel like he's smug. Oh, really? He's He's got a real smugness about yeah, him. Yeah, he does. Interesting. And what's it for? Like, well, how do you earn that smugness? Yeah, I don't know. Because he's a great fucking dad. Well... He's not but that great. He I've, also... got a, I've got a little news for you about this dad tiger that you like so much. He sucks. I just, you know, some days I wish that Daniel Tiger's dad was my dad. Well, you can't have Daniel Tiger's dad. Your dad is O the Owl. <laughs> I'll tell you who I want to be raised by. Music Man Stan. Katarina Kitty Cat's mom. (laughs) That bitch is crazy. That bitch is nuts and endorses dancing all the time. Uh, You know that she is a (laughs) hoe. You know who's not a tiger in the sack? Dad Tiger. (laughs) Another group of people who never have sex. Another universe where sex does not exist. Are you kidding me? Katarina Kitty Cat's mom mom is getting it. Oh, getting it. Eight ways from Sunday. <laughs> All oh, the spiked cat penises no. you could want. And also, you know what? Male character in that show has fucking big dick energy. Music Man Stan. Is that Elena's dad? I think so. Yeah, Music Man Stan, who's got big dick energy. Uh, is that right? Is that Elena's dad? I don't remember. It's been a while since I feel we like watched mu- this. Is Music Man Stan, that's not the mailman? No, Mr. McFeely is the male. <laughs> now, there's McFeely. a pedophile if I've ever heard one. <laughs> well, if Music Man Stan is Elena's dad, then yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, He's got I believe. That light. You're right. You're yes. right. He's got that baritone voice. Oh, yeah. He uh, really knows how, what to do with his He's lips. He's all about that bass. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, you got anything else to say about Nate's date? Um, let's see. He tells her, I thought this was sweet and kind of like, I don't want to say poetic. I don't want to give him that much credit, but the, you just are the a poet. detail. You would know. He said he only came with two suits because he just didn't think he was going to make it far. Um, and he's madly in love with her. And he says he's ready. Um, he wants to release the the nervousness and the fear. Again, he just kind of reiterates that he's he's ready for all of it. Yeah. And she says that she trusts her heart and that her heart is telling her that Nate is her person. I will say, so both, I mean, Nate and Brandon are both good at this, but Nate is good at like, he seems sort of genuinely surprised that he fell in love in like the best way. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, because yeah. so he's not like, I have it in the bag, like whatever dickhead they didn't Mm-mm, like. But just like, whoa. But he's not like, oh, I want it to be the bachelor. Like, he seems like he genuinely came on the show of like, I wonder what would like happen. Kind of, yeah. And like kind of caught himself by surprise. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. I, uh, you know, for as much trash as we've talked, I take it back. I do not believe that Nate will be in paradise. Okay. I feel like they might make it last. They might make it last. Look, I if mean, anybody's going to make the right decision, it's Michelle. Yes, absolutely. 
I mean, I was disappointed to see that uh, Tasha and Zach didn't make it. Like, I feel like the yeah, Bachelorette them track record has not been very good lately. The Bachelorette track record is always better than the Bachelorette. Uh, well, I was going to say, but the last three, I think, haven't made it, right? Well, Katie I think and Blake. Matt and Rachel are still together. But that's a that's a Bachelor. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you were talking about The Bachelor. No, yeah. No, I mean The Bachelor. Katie and Blake, Tasha and Zach. Claire and Dale, I guess, are maybe together or not. No, I don't think they are. Okay. I think they broke up again for Oh, good. okay. This is it for, for good this time? For yeah. real this time? Also, shout out to Sarah, our listener, Sarah. Uh, hey, girl. Uh, she sent some, like, movie link that Dale is in some movie about tennis. Oh, interesting. I'm going to have to yeah, see it. Yeah, you are going to have to see that. Is he's like just an extra? Or yeah, like, okay. but he's like in it. Like okay. he has a role. Okay. I don't think he's an extra. Like he has a role. I mean, but he can't uh, He's be, not the lead. I was going to say, he really, that guy can't carry a movie. <laughs> 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 All right. So uh, you want to do proposals? Uh, Sure. Okay. I really don't have notes on that, as you yeah, can see Yeah, I can by my see notes. that. Correct. Our notes really end right here. We get so, She gets back to her room, and Brandon has written her a letter. Yeah, last-ditch effort. It's not quite enough, Brandon. Follow your heart, Michelle, and never look back. Oh, well, suck so a dick, Brandon. Part of Brandon's problem, which I think I maybe have the same problem, is like, I'll support you no matter what, as opposed to like... I want you. I want you. Yeah. Like, you're what I want. Yeah, right. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Yeah. Yeah. I might have a similar problem sometimes. Follow your heart. Right. I want you to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't. That never works. No, I think that's what Jake (laughs) is talking about. You know? Right. Like, no, you're mine. I want you. Uh, That move would have played a little better. And it is a little like. I feel like Michelle is pretty evolved as a person. So it is interesting to see sure. that like, even with someone like Michelle, she's like, yeah, I still want Nate. That's a good point. Because if there is ever like an empowered woman that, you know, is capable of making her decisions and again, being an alpha, like she still kind of chooses of the two of them sort of this more but I also masculine f- guy. I mean, I feel like you can look at it two ways, sure. though. Like Michelle is more of an alpha and so in some ways, I feel like she might be attracted to someone like Brandon, you know, where uh-huh. she can keep that role. But I feel like there's always going to be an attraction to like, oh, this is another super strong sure. person. Well, like she wants her equal. Yeah. 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 And Brandon is not quite the equal. Oh, Brandon. Yeah. Oh, I've and- never, Brandon, I've never ridden a jet ski last name. No. And I mean, Brandon will find somebody. He'll sure, find his. he will. He's a, he seems like a good man. Again, Probably not someone who needs to be on TV a lot. but Somebody that certainly stumbled into the role of of runner-up. Yes, I think. And again, good man. Um, I Again, I was surprised that it wasn't Joe, but in mm-hmm. the second place. But so in speaking of Brandon, you know, he seems pretty confident, actually, when he goes down there. Yeah. And he tells Caitlin, she tells us later that, oh, my life is about to change. So he thinks You're he's got it. You're goddamn right it is. <laughs> right. <I>. Yeah. <laughs> Just not the way you think, my friend. Aww. Well, but. And I mean, to be fair to Brandon, she did say that she was in love with him. Yeah. Which usually doesn't happen unless you're the dude. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, The bachelorettes tend to be pretty careful. That's our laundry gang, just so you know. It's ready. Dryer's ready. Um, And so he goes down and he gives a long spiel about Michelle. And she lets him. She lets him. Which I'm always like, cut him off. But she doesn't let him get on one knee. No. Which is good. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't make him go through all that because that would be tougher to recover from. 
like a flat out proposal which has rejection. happened before. oh yeah oh yeah i feel like that's a whole different level of humiliation oh. to like have to get down on one knee and then, and get, then get back shot up. down and then yeah. you stumble a little bit right as you get back up again that's what would happen to me because i can't bend down and get back up real fast <laughs> I'm down on bended knee. Could I get a hand here? <laughs> can, can you lift me back Darling, up? This Neil Lane ring is so heavy. I can't explain. Also, we should mention that our daughter watched this finale with us and was super invested in oh, it. Oh, yeah. She and was. she was like, Did he have to pay for the ring? She was like, Who's she going to pick? Like, she was, she was into it. I feel like Unbended Knee doesn't get the credit that it deserves. I feel I, like it gets like overlooked a little bit in the boys to men. In the oeuvre. canon. No, yeah. um, I mean, to me, Water Runs Dry is always the song that's going to get, that, uh, that doesn't get enough credit. No, it's a great song. No. Yeah, it's a great song. Again. Don't do it, baby. <laughs> I like Unbended Knee. Unbended Knee is good. I would rather listen to Water Runs Dry. And there's also a... Uh, Great song called Under Pressure from the Motown Philly. That's Queen. <laughs> it's Queen, David Bowie, and Boys uh. to Men um, all singing together. So they it's ripped just off. that one Boys to Men guy that always has a cane. <laughs> they ripped off Ice Ice Baby ripping off Under Pressure. All right. So then Nate comes down to uh, do the proposal. And she does a little spiel again. And she drops a butt in like she did with Brandon. But it's a good butt. It is. It's a good butt, just like Nate's. It's a good butt. It's a good and butt. And they ride into the sunset yeah, together. Yeah, to the strains of a mariachi band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, she picked Nate, as we said, again, uh, we Anna called it a few weeks ago. It seems like... Before I even trust, saw the spoiler on Yahoo yeah, News. You got to trust Michelle's judgment. So, And it's, again... Of all the guys she had, he really he is a top three for sure. Also, so, like these relationships don't last anyway, so you might as well just choose the guy that you like have the biggest chemistry with. Exactly, like, exactly. Like let's drop the pretense that you're going to get married and just like I like this guy. This might be a fun year. Yeah, like we're going like, to have to do a bunch of press together. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like I have a good time with him. Oh, he she'll made, have a yeah. good time with him. Great. I mean, that's no one needs to marry this person they met on TV. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they get married. Maybe they don't. Maybe he actually moves to Minnesota. Maybe, maybe he, he doesn't. Well, they get the big down payment for the house. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I mean, Lord, how much were they paying Harrison? I feel like now that he's gone, right. they're just uh, drowning Throwing in money cash. around. So here's a couple of questions about that. Okay. Do they have to return that if they don't stay together? I don't know. I mean, they always have to return the ring. Right, but this appears to be a gift. It appears. I mean, there's, there's never, they're never doing anything that doesn't have strings attached. But if they don't make it, that becomes the next Bachelor Mansion. <laughs> All the episodes just, are just yeah, going to be filmed, filmed in out some of there. like three bedroom yeah. house in the outskirts of Nate's Minneapolis. Still going to be living there. Yeah, he's like, I'm looking for my own place. Don't worry about it. Also. Is this now, it seems like this is a real precedent, but they're not going to do this every time. Well, I can't imagine what they're going to do for fucking Clayton if that's what they do for a right. like I woman mean, we, person of color. Right. We already saw that Clayton gets to go around the world. Yeah, of course. Again. Of course. Yeah. I mean, Big fucking shock. Right. Fuck Omicron. Matt I'm sure it's James fine. Matt gets yep. the Nema colon. Right. And Clayton gets to travel the world with these ladies. Michelle gets to go to Minnesota. And hey, why not Mexico? Let's, let's tack that mm-hmm. on at the end. Yeah, so I mean, 
it'll be interesting to see if they do this again but it, it's a nice gesture i mean i hope they make it or at least michelle gets a nice house yeah i mean it's yeah. definitely her house yeah keep that money michelle and uh spend that on your your place yeah buy yourself uh just a modest little place and then keep the rest of the cash <laughs> <laughs> yeah squirrel that away for a rainy day all right, so I mean, overall, good season, good bachelorette. Yeah, good season. I would say great bachelorette. Yeah, great bachelorette. Um, I am not excited to have to be doing this. I'm glad to be back in your ears in a week and a half, gang. And sorry, this one took so long, but whew, I don't a whole nother season. Like it's exhausting to think about. 2022, y'all. 2022. You know what? That's going to be our year. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> Somebody tell me
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.